Madi Alila Chapter 1 Lord Nityananda's meeting with Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu All glories to Sri Krishna Chaitanya and all glories to Sri Nityananda All glories to Sri Advaita Acharya and all glories to all the devotees of Sri Gora All glories to the Lord who is the life and soul of Narahari and Gadadhar O Lord please glance mercifully towards me All glories to Sri Goranga along with his devotees If one hears the topics of Lord Nityananda he will certainly achieve pure devotional service The topics of Madhyakand are just like nectar Hearing them destroys one's atheistic mentality Please behold the beautiful Lord Nityananda to your eyes full satisfaction He has personified love and affection for Lord Goranga Lord Nityananda's limbs are filled with transcendental mellows for Lord Goranga Speaking in a faltering voice and unable to walk properly Lord Nityananda resided in Vrindavan Meanwhile Sri Gorachandra revealed himself in Navadweep Lord Goranga constantly did sankirtan in great ecstasy. He felt distressed however, not seeing Lord Nityananda. Lord Nityananda could understand the manifestation of Lord Gorachandra. He lived in Vrindavan waiting for this auspicious moment. Understanding that his lord had revealed himself, Lord Nityananda immediately went to Navadweep and stayed at the house of Nandanacharya. Nandanacharya was a Mahabhagavat, a pure devotee of the Lord. He saw Lord Nityananda as effulgent as the sun. Lord Nityananda was dressed as an avadut or mendicant. He possessed an attractive body. He was always in deep sober mood. Lord Nityananda chanted the holy names of Krishna day and night. He was the abode of Lord Chaitanya's mercy within the three worlds. He often shouted loudly out of his own ecstasy, maddened with love of God. He was an incarnation of Lord Balaram. The enchanting beauty of his face defeated millions of moons. His sweet smile enlivened all the people of the world. His beautiful brilliant teeth were just like pearls, and his two broad lotus eyes increased the beauty of his face. His hands stretched to his knees. and his chest was very wide his lotus feet were expert in walking lord nityananda spoke with everyone with burning compassion hearing the words from his lotus mouth completely destroyed one's bondage to fruit of activities as lord nityananda arrived in nadia all the residents began to chant jaya jaya who is so expert to describe his glories It is Lord Nityananda who broke the sanyas danda of Lord Gorasunda. It is he who enlivened all of the fallen foolish traders of Bengal. If anyone even chants his holy names, he will certainly be purified. Seeing Lord Nityananda, Nandanacharya became very happy. He offered him lunch and kept him at his house. Whoever hears about Lord Nityananda's arrival at Navadweep will certainly obtain the treasure of love and devotion. Aware of Lord Nityananda's arrival in Navadweep, 
Sri Vishvambara became extremely happy within his heart. The Lord had on some pretext or other already disclosed the arrival of Lord Nityananda to the Vaishnavas, but none of them could understand the meaning of his words. Lord Vishvambara had said, Within a day or two, an exalted personality will come here. By providence, Lord Nityananda arrived in Navadweep the same day. Lord Vishvambara, after completing his worship of Vishnu, came and sat with the Vaishnavas. The Lord said to everyone, Today, I had a wonderful dream. I saw a beautiful chariot with a flag on top that came and stopped near my door. Within that chariot, there was a remarkable personality. He carried a large pillar on his shoulder and appeared restless. He had a stick tucked into his clothes and carried a pitcher in his left hand. He dressed in blue garments with a blue chadar on his chest. A wonderful earring hung on his left ear. By his features, I assume he is none other than Haladar, Balaram. He repeatedly asked, Is this the house of Nimai Pandit? Lord Chaitanya continued, I have never seen such a noble and powerful personality. He was effulgent and dressed as an avaduta or mendicant. I was severely stunned by seeing him. I asked him, Who are you? He smilingly replied, I am your brother. We will meet and know each other tomorrow. Hearing his words, my happiness increased. I consider myself as similar to that personality. Speaking like this, Lord Chaitanya fell into ecstatic trance and began to roar loudly in the mood of Haladar Balaram. The Lord demanded, Bring wine! His loud voice almost shattered the ears of everyone present. Then, Srivas Pandit said, Please listen, O Gosai. That wine you are asking for is right here in front of you. Only those you give it to can relish it. All the devotees remained shivering at a distant place. They all thought there must be some reason behind this. The lotus-eyed Lord loudly talked aimlessly. He smiled and moved his body to and fro in the mood of Shankarshan. After a short while, the Lord returned to his normal condition. Explaining the meaning of his dream, he became absorbed in the mood of Balaram. The Lord said, I have a feeling in my heart that some holy personality has arrived in Navadweep. I already told all of you that we would meet him soon. O Haridas, O Sri Vas Pandit, go and find out who has come and where he has come from. By the order of the Lord, both pure devotees, Haridas Thakur and Sri Vas Pandit, happily wandered and searched all over Navadweep for Lord Nityananda. While wandering, both of them talked to each other. They thought Lord Shankarshan might have come here. They happily wandered the streets of Navadweep, but were unable to get any news. After searching the entire Navadweep for nine hours, they returned to the Lord without any success. They humbly reported to the Lord, We did not find the stranger in Navadweep. We looked in the houses of sannyasis, Vaishnavas, Jnanis, and atheists. We saw the entire Navadweep, but did not go to other villages outside of Navadweep. Hearing them, Sri Gaurasundara began to smile. By the pretext of ordering the search, he showed that Lord Nityananda is most confidential. Some people glorify Lord Gaurachandra, 
But as soon as they hear the name of Nityananda, they get up and leave. Just like if one worships Govinda but does not respect Lord Shiva. For that offense, he will surely go to the abode of Yamaraj. Similarly, this incarnation of Lord Nityananda is most confidential. Without the inspiration of Lord Chaitanya, no one can even see him. If anyone criticizes Lord Nityananda's unfathomable qualities, though he possesses devotion to Lord Krishna, such devotion will be checked. Devotees headed by Srivas Pandit are fully conversant with the science of Lord Nityananda. But for some fun, they could not find him. After a while, Lord Chaitanya said with a smile, Come with me. Let's go and see him. All the devotees then joyfully went with the Lord while chanting, All glories to Lord Krishna. On the way, Lord Chaitanya called, Murari, Murari, have you not seen Avaduta Nityananda? Saying this, he began to smile. He's now staying at Nandanacharya's house. Come with me, we're going there. I'm telling you the truth. While walking, the Lord repeatedly chanted, Hari, Hari. His whole body shivered and his voice choked. Five or seven lines of tears flowed from his eyes. The lustrous golden Lord was unable to walk. Sometimes, he leaped up to five steps ahead like a powerful lion, and sometimes, looked behind like a mad elephant. Out of ecstasy, the Lord would make a loud noise again and again, which was as grave as the noise of the cloud. In this way, Sri Gorasunda, along with his associates, finally reached the house of Nanda Nacharya. Everyone saw a jewel-like personality sitting in the house of Nanda Nacharya. His effulgence was equal to that of millions of suns. He was sitting in his own mood, deeply absorbed in ecstatic meditation. He was smiling all the time. Aware that Lord Nityananda was in deep trance of pure devotion, Lord Vishvambara and his associates offered obeisances. Everyone stood aside with awe and reverence. No one said a word, they simply stared at him. Then Mahaprabhu Vishvambara came before Lord Nityananda, who at once understood his beloved and worshipable Lord was present. The form of Vishvambara was as beautiful as that of a Cupid. He wore an attractive dress and a flower garland. Sandalwood paste was smeared on his forehead. The luster of gold appeared almost most insignificant before the body of the Lord. Even the moon god hankers to see his enchanting face. The Lord's teeth resembled a set of pearls, and seeing his attractive hair, one becomes unconscious. Seeing his two broad pink eyes, one wonders, are there any more lotus flowers? His two long hands stretched down to his knees. A fine thin Brahmin thread beautified his broad chest. His forehead was wonderfully decorated with marks of tilak and his body looked enchanting even without any ornament. His fingernails defeat the beauty of millions of jewels. His attractive smile is nectar. Lord Vishvambara stood in front of Lord Nityananda, who at once recognized the Lord of his heart. Lord Nityananda, out of joy, was stunned. He stared at Lord Vishvambara without blinking his eyes. He desired to lick Lord Vishvambara with his tongue and drink his beauty through his eyes. Nityananda desired to embrace Vishvambara with his hands and smell him with his nose. Lord Nityananda simply became stunned. 
Everyone was so astonished that he did not speak or move. Lord Goranga, the life and soul of everyone, beheld the situation and began to invent ways to reveal Lord Nityananda. With a gesture, the Lord instructed Srivast to recite a verse from Srimad Bhagavatam. Understanding the Lord's intention, Srivas Pandit at once recited a verse from Srimad Bhagavatam, glorifying Krishna's attractive form. Wearing a peacock feather ornament upon his head, blue karnikara flowers on his ears, a yellow garment as brilliant as gold, and the Vijayanti garland, Lord Krishna exhibited his transcendental form as the greatest of dancers as he entered the forest of Vrindavan, beautifying it with the marks of his footprints. He filled the holes of his flute with the nectar of his lips, and the cowherd boys sang his glory. Hearing this verse, Lord Nityananda fell to the ground unconscious. Out of great ecstasy, Lord Nityananda remained inert as Lord Goranga told Srivast to continue. Awakening after a short while, Lord Nityananda began to cry. Repeatedly hearing the verses from Srimad Bhagavatam, Lord Nityananda became maddened. He roared like a lion and the sound shook the universe. He jumped in the air so forcefully that everyone thought all his bones would break to pieces. What to speak of others? Even the Vaishnavas became afraid. They all prayed, Oh Krishna, please save him. Oh Krishna, please save him. Lord Nityananda rolled on the ground and his whole body became wet with tears. Seeing the attractive form of Lord Vishvambara, Lord Nityananda breathed heavily. Sometimes he would laugh loudly and sometimes he felt great happiness within his heart. Sometimes he danced, sometimes he clapped his hands and sometimes he jumped forcefully. A golden effulgence shone from the beautiful body of Lord Nityananda. Brightly shining ornaments decorated his charming bodily limbs. Yellow cloth adorned his waist and he wore a turban decorated with champak flowers on his head. Tinkling ankle bells sounded as he walked. Tears filled his deer-like eyes. His enchanting smile appeared as if the lightning had fallen down on earth. His captivating smile disturbed the chastity of women. His grave voice resembled the sound of a cloud. His roaring sound subdued the mad elephant in the form of Kali. He walked like an intoxicated elephant. Tears of love constantly flowed from his smiling face. Overflooded with love of God, Lord Nityananda's body showed symptoms of ecstatic love such as shivering, standing of the hair on end, and perspiration. He held a golden stick in his hand as he defeated the pride of Kali. His lotus-like palms were simply wonderful. He was decorated with armlets, bangles, necklace, bracelets, and ankle bells. His two earrings were as bright as the sun. He rolled on the ground. Sometimes he stood up saying, please hold me. Then he would ask everyone, where is that cowherd boy Kanai? or Krishna. Sometimes he uttered strange words and sometimes he cried or laughed. Sometimes he asked for honey and sometimes he praised his consort Ravati. Sometimes he hopped. 
Sometimes he said one thing, the next moment said something else. No one could understand what he said. The fragrance of his bodily limbs caused all the young girls and the married women to leave their houses without hesitation. Lord Nityananda fell on the ground to offer obeisances to Lord Vishwambara and humbly offered prayers with sweet words. Lord Nityananda fell at the lotus feet of his Lord. Both of them tried to catch hold of each other's feet. Both the Lords embraced each other and cried. Lord Nityananda looked at Vishwambara's face and smilingly said, Where were you? I have searched the entire world, but could not get any news of you. Finally, I heard that the son of Nanda Maharaj is living at Navadweep in Gaudadesh, hiding his real identity. I have come here to catch this thief. Today I have caught you. How will you escape? Saying this, Lord Nityananda began to laugh, cry, and dance. Lord Goranga also danced with Nityananda. Seeing Lord Nityananda's ecstatic madness for Krishna, Gorachandra cried along with all of the Vaishnavas. Happiness of Nityananda increased without limit. Although everyone tried to pacify him, they were unable. When all the devotees failed to calm him, Vishvambara personally embraced him. As soon as Vishvambara embraced him, Lord Nityananda surrendered his life to Lord Vishvambara and became still. Lord Nityananda offered his life to him, to whom it belongs, and thus remained inert on the lap of Lord Chaitanya. Lord Nityananda floated in the water of Lord Chaitanya's love, just as Lakshman lay on the lap of Lord Ramachandra by being hit by the Shakti Shaila weapon of Ravana. Lord Nityananda swooned, pierced by the arrows of love and devotion. Gorachandra cried with happiness while Nityananda was on his lap. Both lords felt an indescribable happiness. Their love and affection for each other is like that of Sri Ram and Lakshman. There is no example other than the affection seen between Gorachandra and Nityananda except this. After a while, Lord Nityananda revived. All the devotees began to chant, Hari, Hari! Seeing Lord Nityananda on the lap of Vishvambara, Gadadhar smiled and thought, This is contradictory. Lord Ananta always carries Vishvambara on his lap. Today his pride has been smashed in the lap of the Lord. Gadadhar Pandit knows the influence of Lord Nityananda and Nityananda knows the heart of Gadadhar. Seeing Lord Nityananda, the hearts of all of the devotees filled with ecstasy. Nityananda and Gorachandra simply stared at one another without uttering a word. Tears incessantly flowed from their eyes, seeing each other stunned both of them. The tears from their eyes flooded the earth. Lord Vishvambara said, Today is a very auspicious day for me. I have seen with my own eyes pure devotional symptoms that are the essence of the four Vedas. This shivering, flowing of tears, and loud shouting are not possible for anyone except one who is empowered by the Lord. If one personally sees this pure devotional service, Krishna will never reject it. I am firmly convinced that you are the full manifestation of the Lord's energy. By worshipping you, a living entity achieves devotion to Lord Krishna. You can purify the 14 worlds. Your qualities are inconceivable, unfathomable, and confidential. There is no one existing who can defy you. You are the form of love of Krishna, the treasury of devotional service. If anyone meets you even for a moment, he will be delivered, 
even if he committed millions of sins. I think Krishna has a desire to deliver me. That is why he brought you to me. By huge fortune, I have seen your lotus feet. By worshipping you, I will most surely get the treasure of love of Krishna. Fully absorbed, the most enchanting Lord Goranga relentlessly offered prayers to Lord Nityananda. There were so many talks between Lord Nityananda and Lord Chaitanya, but most of them were done with gestures. Lord Chaitanya said, I am afraid to ask you, where are you from? The mentality of Nityananda was very childish, and he was overwhelmed with intense ecstasy. He spoke like a restless boy. Lord Nityananda knew the cause for the appearance of his Lord. He thus folded his hands and spoke very humbly. Hearing the words of Lord Chaitanya, Lord Nityananda felt shy. Therefore, he began to reveal his real identity. Lord Nityananda said, I have traveled to many holy places. I have also seen all the holy places where Krishna did his pastimes. I saw only the holy places, but could not find Krishna there. I asked some exalted personality, Why do I see only thorns? The place of pastimes are all empty and covered. Can you tell me where Krishna went? He told me that Krishna has gone to Bengal. Recently, he was at Gaya, but now he has returned to Navadweep. I have heard that joyous Sankirtan of the holy names is being done in Nadia. Some people say that Lord Narayan has appeared here. I have also heard that Nadia is famous for the deliverance of all of the fallen souls. So being most sinful as I am, I have come here. Lord Chaitanya said, We are all immensely fortunate to have seen a pure devotee like yourself. Today we are most satisfied having seen the flow of your tears of ecstasy. Then Murari smilingly said, O oh Lord, we are confused hearing such words as your and our spoken by you. Srivas Pandit said, How can we understand their dealings? Just as it is hard to understand how Krishna and Shiva worship each other. Gadadar Pandit said, O oh, Srivas Pandit, what you say is right. Their qualities resemble that of Rama and Lakshman. Someone else said, Both of them are just like two cupids. Others said, Both of them are just like Krishna and Balaram. Someone said, I don't know much about them, but I have a feeling that Anantashesh has taken shelter in the lap of Krishna. Yet others said, They are just like the two friends Krishna and Arjuna as they exchange such affection. Another person said, It appears that they are closely related to each other. Whatever they speak is through gestures only. In this way, all the devotees happily described the glories of Lord Nityananda and Lord Gorachandra. Anyone who hears about the meeting of Nitai Chand with Gorachand will no doubt be released from material bondage. No one except Lord Nityananda served the Lord as a companion, a friend, a brother, an umbrella, a bed, and a carrier. Lord Nityananda, by his own will, serves the Lord in various ways. If Lord Nityananda bestows mercy and qualification on anyone, then he can serve the Lord. Lord Nityananda is the expansion of the original personality of Godhead. He is at once a great yogi, a supreme controller, and the topmost Vaishnava. Who can understand his unlimited glories? Without understanding his unfathomable glories, if anyone criticizes him, 
then even after receiving devotional service to Lord Krishna, his advancement will be checked. This is my only desire. May Lord Nityananda Ram, who is a manifestation of and very dear to Lord Chaitanya, become my life and soul. By his mercy, I am inclined towards Lord Chaitanya, and by his mercy, I am writing about the glories of Lord Chaitanya. As Raghunath and Yadunath refer to the same personality, similarly, Nityananda and Baladev are different names of one personality. Anyone who wants to cross the ocean of material existence and merge into the ocean of devotional service should worship Nitai Chand. All glories to the most enchanting Lord of Lords, Sri Goranga. All glories to the Supreme Controller, Sri Nityananda, who is non-different from Sri Ananta. Accepting Sri Chaitanya and Nityananda Prabhu as my life and soul, I, Vrindavan Das, sing the glories of their pastimes.